as long as we play our game, there isn't a there isn't a team in this division that is can even sniff where we are talent wise, even with what what I would consider decent enough play at the quarterback position, right? Um, you know, John uh, John Chapman of 49ers Rush tweeted out before the game, who's going to show up tonight? A, good Jimmy, B, bad Jimmy. And I, I replied and I said, C, decent enough Jimmy. And that's exactly who we got. But, mm-hmm. that's, uh, but that's also all that this team needs with this defense is just for Jimmy Garoppolo to manage the game You'd like to see him put up more than 17 points. As you pointed out, Al, in the last two games, the offense has scored 27 points total. Mm-hmm. Not great. But at the same time, he start, it feels like he's starting to get his feet underneath him, starting to find some rhythm. Last night's offense looked a lot more like a Jimmy Garoppolo-designed offense than the offense that they that they rolled out in Denver. And I think I think that had everything to do with transitioning away from what you built for Trey Lance and and trans- transitioning back to what you know for Jimmy Garoppolo. And it showed, you know, they, they threw more than I anticipated, but he, for the most part was on the money. You know, obviously he missed some throws that, that Debo touchdown, that was all Debo, you know, in the, in the post game presser, he did say, I saw the guy crashing. So I threw high, but I'm also like, but you throw high even when you don't see people crashing. So I'm like, eh, maybe, but regardless, <laughs> he played well enough to win. And and honestly, at this point, that's really all we can ask, right? I, I almost tweeted out, Jimmy Garoppolo did exactly what you want your second string quarterback to do. He managed the game and he got the win, right? So, hey, kudos to him. Uh, I, I don't really have a whole lot negative to say. Uh, and and I don't think there is anything negative that should be said, right? Really, it's let's focus on the on the positives. There are some things that need to be worked on, but let's focus on the positives uh, and specifically as we have to open the show, that defense is just so fun to watch. Yeah. I, I tweeted out right before, cause it's funny. I have a knack for this, just tweeting out something and like either I'm right on the money or the exact opposite thing happens. So I tweeted out right before Devo's touchdown that this offense is just, it's just really boring right now. They hadn't targeted Kittle at all. And that's to me. So like I know that they won and, and I and I don't want to nitpick at stuff because it was such an impressive win to me. It was a championship level win. Honestly, that's what it felt like. Felt like, you know, 2019 all over again. You're going to hear that a lot from a lot of people this week that it felt like 2019 all over again. But it really did feel like a signature win for this team early on in the season because now you're alone atop the NFC West with two winnable games coming on the road before KC comes here and you have a, a tough little stretch after that. But when it comes down to it, if they could ever – figure it out on offense, they would be unbelievable. They would be absolutely unstoppable. And it's another game yet under 20 points. Al, we talked about this last week where it's been several games now where they have not going back to the playoffs last year where they have not scored 20 points. And I think that if there is one sort of critique I would have, it's, well, you know, the offense just needs to be able to carry their load a little bit more. And once they kind of hit their stride, and this is like, a Kyle Shanahan team sort of thing, right? Every year that he's been here, they've started slow with the exception of 2019. And, you know, I feel like that this offense guys need to be able to have reps with each other to be able to gel specifically because they don't play a lot in the preseason anyways. So they they essentially use like regular season games to get the reps in. So it's not a surprise to me that they're starting slow and I'm not really concerned about it, but Brian, like you said, like this is a Jimmy Garoppolo game. This was like a quintessential Jimmy Garoppolo game where 
he missed some throws, missed some open guys, made enough throws, didn't make the crucial mistake, and managed the game, and, and they didn't, you know, they, they didn't lose as a result. And I think that that's when he's at his best. And there were a couple plays, like the, the throw to Kittle, like he had Ayuk open on that play as well, who just absolutely cooked Jalen Ramsey on that play. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> fantastic route by him. He yeah, cooked yeah. him. And, you know, he had Kittle open in the back of the end zone too. And that was a fantastic throw to Kittle. So I'm not going to knock him for that. But when it comes down to it, like, you know, I, I hope that they can kind of continue this level of play from the offense because it's good enough to win right now uh, because that defense is, like you said, just lights out. But Al disagrees. I'm going to dis- I'm going to allow James. Yeah, go finish your point, though, Zane. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I know that I know that you're, you, you might disagree, but I think that, like, like I said, you're getting Elijah Mitchell back at some point in the season. Right. Mm-hmm. You're getting your number one running back back at some point in the season. You are getting Trent Williams back at some point this season. And you did this with a Patrick offensive line. Burford exited the game because, I mean, I, I can only assume that free shot that Aaron, Aaron Donald had on Jimmy early on in the game, maybe, maybe because of that. I'm not sure what the injury situation with Burford. I don't, I don't know if you guys he came back. Yeah, he came, I think he played just, the whole second half. Yeah, I think they were just inserting Brunskill a little bit to get him time. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I saw Brunswick come in, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice after that. So uh, Aaron Banks was really good. Michael Glinchy had a, sh- a clean sheet for the second straight game. So again, behind a patchwork offensive line, and once they get their all of their guys back, and Kittle wasn't even involved. He had he had a, just a couple of targets, like the most of the most of the time they're run blocking. So once they get that all sorted out, I feel like it'll be a, a better version of what you see now. So it's good enough to win now, but I feel like there's a lot of room for improvement. So go ahead, Al. Yeah, I, I definitely have some different takes on this. But before I do, I want to let you know that support for the No Huddle podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package the ultimate men's hyg- is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NOHUDDLE at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 12 million balls. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOHUDDLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% free shipping at manscaped.com with the code NOHUDDLE. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, so here's where I'm going to disagree with you guys a little bit here. I will agree on the old line. And we, we kind of talked about this in one of the other shows where like the, the sky's falling with the old line. And then all of a sudden they have backup tackles and they're fine. Like we saw it last year. We saw it in 2019, right? Like they kind of make, seem to make it work. The running game is not at its peak right now, but I think overall the, they pass blocked very well last night. I think they kind of make it work here. Here's my issue. And here's where I'm nervous. And Zane, I think it was a championship level defensive performance offense did everything they could to keep the Rams in the game. And when I'm looking big picture, that worries me. And let me tell you why, because the Niners had a championship in their grasp in 2019. They were only able to score 20 points in the Super Bowl. They had what I thought would have been another championship in their grasp last year, but they were only able to score 17 points in the NFC championship game. Going back to last season now, 13 games, going back to last season, including the playoffs, offense only scored, what, 17 points last night they're averaging about 20 points a game. That's just not good enough over the last 13 games. And what last night was to me was Debo's Debo put on your Superman cape. That's all it was. Kyle scripted a really good opening series. They went right down the field. And then after that, it was non-existent again. And you had, you saw some things that are again in a game like this, when the defense plays like this, great, you're okay. But this isn't going to happen every week. We saw it at the, with, in last week, they got tired. 
and they gave up a touchdown. That's going to happen. We saw it against Chicago. There were some plays that happened, the, the broken play. That happens. The offense has to step up. So you have the opening sequence last week, and then you have – it was either a drive or two later. It looked like Jimmy threw to the back – to the outside instead of inside to Warner. That's what it looked like. They miss a big play there. Juwan Jennings is wide open. Jimmy overthrows him. There's your frustration because I thought Kyle called some good plays there. We see – He missed his check as well. He missed use check, yes, down the seam. And I know that yep. quarterbacks miss players every game, but it's kind of sure. kind of constant with this team that we're always seeing it. You have Kyle's conservatism, right? Conservative Kyle, third and one. Jimmy, the one thing I trust Jimmy to do is quarterback sneak. Mm-hmm. And you don't do it. And I know I know he made a great throw to Kittle. I get it. And Kittle maybe got his foot, whatever happened there. But then on fourth down and one, two, run the ball, quarterback sneak it. Like, like go, like put your foot on the gas. So what happens is, again, because this offense, other than Debo being Superman, didn't do anything. And then where are we? We are eight point lead with the Rams driving disaster, right? In a game that, that you should have won by 50 points. I felt like, and then when I'm talking about Hufunga, a different kind of player than we've seen makes the game changing interception for the touchdown. So the defense bailed them out there, but again, that's not always going to happen. At some point, the offense has to make these plays or they're not going to win a championship. And I'm sorry. Like I don't want to go through another season and I, if you're if you're a 49er fan who became a fan after the year 2000, you've known nothing but heartbreak. Nothing. <laughs> you want to go through this again? Are you kidding me? Yeah. With all the kicks and the balls that they've had in the NFC Championship game, every time they're there, it's or just excruciating. No, this offense needs to get their shit together. I'm sorry. And I, I'm sorry if I know everybody's got good vibes, and I do too. I think this defense can carry them really, really far. The offense has to do their part if they want to be a championship team. I'm sorry. Calling it like it is. They got to do their part. Yeah, sorry, Brian. I, I have, I have, I just want to re- rebuttal real quick. So, Al. So, I think that the thing is, is that you have to think back to Kyle's tenure here. At what point has the offense ever carried the load for this team? Two thousand nineteen points. That's it. That's it. Maybe we talked about this last show, right? Like, or the last show that I was on, right after the 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 uh, the last win, where they basically uh, carried that that small load when Tart and and uh, Quan Alexander were hurt for those those four to six games in 2019. That's it. Mm. The rest of the five plus years here, it's been the defense carrying the load. Robert Sala's unit first and now D'Amico Ryan. So I don't know if the offense will ever be able to consistently carry the load because I don't know if they're built that way. And given the quarterback situation, like, look, like this is not like we have to understand this is not QB1 that you're dealing with for the future. Like your QB1 is sitting in a, in a, in a cast in a chair on crutches, right? That's the reality of it, right? You're operating with a placeholder here in every sense of the word. And I know that he's been here for five years and that he should know, but like, this is what it is at this point. He's not going to get any better, right? Like he is what he is at this point. And the, that's the unfortunate reality is that, that there is no other solution other than the defense has to ball out and offense has to hang on for dear life. The, the, the difference I see here that has to happen comes from Kyle and getting, guys like George Hill involved where like, I don't know if you guys saw the game on Sunday night where Patrick Mahomes for the entire first half was just targeting Travis Kelsey over and over and over again. He had eight targets in the first half and caught seven of them. Like Kittle had one, he had one target basically into the third quarter. That was it. And he caught it for 20 yards. Kittle was either run blocking or running clear out routes for Debo all game. That's all he was doing. And when you have your all world tight end doing that, 
you can't like Brian Baldinger actually said the same thing. He put a tweet out really earlier today, kind of questioning the same thing. Like George Kittle is a fantastic player. He's an all world player. You can't have him run blocking and running decoy routes for other people. He mm-hmm. has to be a focus. You have to force feed him the ball. Even if you're giving him little screenplays, little dump offs and that you have to get him involved somehow. And that's where I think the change should be. Like I love Debo getting the ball. I love Ayo getting the ball. Look, there's only one ball to go around, right? Like some guys won't get it, but that to me should be the change. You have to get him involved. You have to get force feed him the ball if you have to. Yeah. 